You're listening to part two of An Evening with Gerf Morlix. Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home. And here he is, Jerry Springer. Please, don't get up. Don't get up. Please. Please. Oh, just. Hey, tell us, what is on the road like? Because you've probably done it now. In fact, you've been in music your whole life, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, since I was 13 or so. Right. So this is how you've made your living. So it's right after your bar mitzvah. Yeah, right. (laughs) What's that? Yeah, what's that? What is that? I've heard that. Uh, is we're working on? on the Christianity thing with Jerry. <laughs> yeah. My my priest, my priest has told me that if I can bring his soul into the Catholic Church, I get like not only a direct flight straight into heaven, but like ten thousand dollars. They told me that back in the seventies. I, I think the inflation ought to kick that up to about a million. I was yeah. prepared to go to your ch- church, but there was there's no place and I'm serious, there's no place to park the limo yeah right we don't have no because we don't have anybody that has that kind of money no life on the road <laughs> what is it meanwhile back at the show me, meanwhile back at the show uh, having done it many years tell us about it give us your feelings about it well right now you know this is this is what I do for 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 the enjoyment of it I, I kind of get paid for driving um, I, I drive you know, four or five hours a day sometimes and then play. And and really the only good points of the day are like dinner, maybe lunch. You know, I mean, I try to eat well on the road. Yep. Uh, lunch and dinner. And then the couple hours on stage. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. But the rest of it is just not much fun, you know. And, and I, I mean, I have friends around the world and I, I get to see them. And that's kind of nice. I've, I've been most everywhere. It's, you know, the first time you go to Europe is a kind of a big thrill. But then going back, it's just... You know, it's, another, it's another place, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's not easy, but it's... Man, if, you, if you make that connection with the audience, if, if people come up and respond to the songs, then it's worth yep. anything that I have to go to. Yeah, that, to that is that, the so. pay, the live audience. Yeah. I yep. totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's the only reason... That I'm a little older than you, not a lot, but yeah, I'm older than you. Uh, but honestly, and, and people say to, you know, why are you still working, et cetera? Yeah. You just said it, and I, I wish I would. I'm going to remember that. But that is what the joy is. You get out there in front of a live audience, and that's, yep. that is, you know, your pay. Yeah. Everything else is just you're going from one hotel to another hotel, and you're, yep. you know, and then you have someone who doesn't know how to drive, driving you around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Inside Let's show. hear about how hard your life is again today. <laughs> is there an ugly side to this business, even in the Americana genre, and if so, that you've experienced or, or not? Well, you know, there's. I don't deal with this anymore, but there was record companies. I used to have to deal with record companies, which pretend that they're uh, dealing with art, and really they're just marketers, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I just despised all of that. I despised the music business. I've, everything I've learned is because is I got screwed somewhere and, and had to figure out how to get around that. Um, but I remember, you know, having to, you know, producing like Lucinda Williams albums, having to spend $150,000. And I'd go to the A&R person, I'd say, 
I could do this record for like fifteen thousand dollars, and they're going, "No, don't, don't even say that. You don't, wow. we don't want anyone to hear that." You That's know? interesting. Yeah. And so then I'd have to figure out how to pad the budget to spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Because if I told anybody, it was going to ruin his job, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. They knew it could be done. They would. (laughs) Yep. And to find someone you talk to in the business that is just sincere. Yeah. You know, because everyone becomes your best friend, and they could, as soon as you walk out the door, they're on to the next. I mean, you you just get, boy, yeah, you, you. their eyes glaze over. Yeah. You know, I don't have enough time left in my life to deal with people that I don't like and respect. Yeah. And, and I'm gathering them everywhere well, I, I go. I guess you've got to leave now. I know. Huh? Yeah. It's really nice to meet you. Well, could you stay a little yeah. bit longer? Please. <laughs> <laughs> for God's sake. Just, just don't have time for it. You know, I, I want to be around nice people. And, and you know, my career is, is such a one-man operation. I'm the booking agent. I'm the record company I do all of it, and uh, because I have to, and I don't enjoy all of that. But uh, but then when I get out there and people come up after a show and tell me they cried or laughed or something, that's worth all of it. Good. Did you do any work with uh, Warren Zevon? Warren Zevon, yeah, I toured toured with him um, in 1990. Another, he he was a complete class act in my book. Um, he had cleaned up by that point. Uh, I considered him a genius, and I don't use that word very often, but, but he definitely was a musical genius and, a, and just, a, just a, a human being like no one that had ever lived, and there never will be anyone like him, and, uh, and an amazing songwriter. And you, so you've played as an instrumentalist behind a number yeah. of people, and he was one of those, is yep. that? How many instruments do you play? Uh, you know, most things with strings on them I can get a sound out of, anything that's kind Mandolin, of Mandolin, for example? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. all of that stuff, you know. Uh, if if it's laying around there, I might try to make a sound out of it, and and I just have this ability to know whether that sound is elegant or not. Are you self-taught? What yeah, are you oh, yeah. self-taught? Yeah, I, t- I took three lessons. They they were you know they were teaching me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't want to learn that. You know, you if you're. 13 years old, you're a kid, you want to learn three chords and play some rock and roll songs. Right. So I just yeah. I, I ditched the lessons started. after right. like three. You know, if, if, if you're a teacher, teach the kids what they, ask the kids yeah. what they want to learn. You well, know? That's a good point. Teach yeah, them a song. Is. That is such a good point mm-hmm. because what Jerry and I have talked about this, we're the same age, we came up through the folk explosion of the 60s and yeah. into the 70s, actually started in the 50s. The folk scare. Three chords, yeah. Yeah. Three chords was it, yep. and I and I took lessons for ten lessons, and I, I don't read music. Do you read music, by the way? I, I'm the slowest music reader in the world. Okay, I did learn at one point, but I I don't use it. But you know, I remember taking these ten lessons uh, from a you know a real sort of uh, stiff neck music teacher, and he started teaching me that stuff and yeah. scales and things, and I walked away from that, learned starting with three chords, picked yep. up a couple minors, and. Then life opened up for having fun. Now I never made any did it for money. Did it help you get fun. dates? Uh, did uh, it help yeah, get dates. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason. I had that's one date and I learned the guitar because nothing else was working. I played the tuba. I didn't get one date. <laughs> was it the sexiest? Nobody of goes out for the tuba player. You ever notice? Yeah. Well, except Phoebe, but that's another yeah. story. Do another song, yeah. would you? Oh, okay. Um, this is just a song about. Uh, feeling about as lonely as you can possibly feel and uh... she never had a chance it's so sad 
innocent soul Fixing to fly Born to fail A matter of time Born to lose Born to die All of my love Locked in the back room Compounding interest Overtime And the door blew in On account of the vacuum And the black doom Been kind Orphan tears I'm crying Orphan tears Been welling up inside For all of these years Brought down from behind by my deepest fears. Yeah, I'm crying, orphan tears. I'm lost in the graveyard. I am the last link in the chain. All my friends, I know they love me. They'll never know my pain Orphan tears I'm crying orphan tears Been welling up inside For all of these years Brought down from behind By my deepest fears yeah, I'm crying orphan tears Deep lonely, dark lonely, wretched lonely, racking my brain. Can't face today, much less tomorrow. Black shadows, they whisper my name. So 
being of the same generation then, going through the 60s, did you ever become part of the, with your guitar, the civil rights movement, the anti-war movement? Mm, I wasn't aware enough at that point. I, oh, okay. I was just having a good time. That, that yeah. stuff kind of came later on. And 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 I was, you know, I I became 18 in 1969, so it was... Oh, okay. I just kind of caught the tail end of the 60s there. But then you had to worry about the draft, because in yeah, 69, you know, yeah. when they announced the lottery, yeah. I went, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. a lucky guy. What were you, 365? 284. <laughs> I, I thought well, I might be 365, but yeah. I just knew. As soon as they announced oh. it, I went, oh, that's, I'm... Yeah. I'm I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Or out. We're listening to Gurf Morlex from Austin, Texas, who's brought his songs here to the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. We were talking before the show, Gurf, about this place. I'm always bragging about this place. I love this place. They'll tell you they, they have to throw me out of here. I'm here all the time because I live nearby. Yeah. Uh, and I've said, I said to you that, that these are really good people here who are running this, and yeah. it is succeeding, and they're just about a year old because of that. And you had a comment, an observation you saw. Share it with us. Well, they're, they're, they're good people. There's a good vibe here, but they're, they're helping kids, and no one ever helped me. Uh, everything I got I had to do on my own, and, uh, and I would have appreciated some help, you know, but there wasn't that then. There was, there was no infrastructure like yeah. that. But when I see people helping kids out, I just think that's so important, you know. I, I agree. I'm going to use it as, as an example. She's become a good friend of mine, Maria Corelli, who is a barista here. And she's yeah. 23, I think she told me. And uh, she's not a kid on the one hand, but on the other hand, she is. And I know because I've had many conversations with her, this place for her is a real support system for her music mm -hmm. and friendship yeah. too. Yeah. And it, I tell my wife, I, you know, cause I'll say I'm going down to the coffee parlor and she laughs about it cause I'm always going down to the coffee parlor. Yeah. It's like cheers. It's like the TV yeah. show. Yep. This is a place that has regulars. Some of them are sitting here and, and it's, <laughs> you walk in and it's like, Hey man, that's my chair, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's, that's a, I think it's that makes a business potentially really successful. Yeah, it's, that it's from the inside out. It's you feel community, it. you know. Yeah, community is what it's all about. You know, what do we got? You know, besides our our work and our friends and our family. You know, Man, that is so and, true. And we gotta we gotta help each other out, and yeah. Uh, and also, I I really think that um, when something is done well by people with the right reasons. I find that it usually yeah. works perfectly. Well, let me pick up on that oh, because I was in, ask a question in too. yeah, go yeah, ahead. and reading about you on the interwebs because I do my research on the interwebs and I uh, I saw uh, something that uh, a piece about you that said that a biographer or a promoter actually asked you about to get a bio yeah. and you shrunk it down to two words: legendary <laughs> integrity. Yeah. Talk about that. I mean, uh, what made you well, say that, and what is your value of uh, how you see yourself as an artist, or how you should be seen? You know, as I said before, I'm the I'm the chief strategist. I'm the I'm the record company, and, and all of a sudden somebody says uh, uh, we need a bio, and I go, oh shit, I got to write a bio now. <laughs> and so yeah, I yeah. I said legendary integrity, and and I've kind of been known for my integrity. It was kind of kind of bragging, and then I. Later on, I thought maybe it should be more like infamous integrity or something. But um, it's part it, of my it was, yeah, infamous just, is part of my background, uh, my bio. <laughs> I carry so a it, copy I, with me all the time. Is this yeah. true that American Idol got a hold of you? Is that true? 
Yeah, I got, this was only like so, a, the a month or two ago, I, really? got an, I got an email from someone representing American Idol, and they asked me to, if I wanted to audition. Okay. And and then they said in, in there that, you know, you have, must be between the ages of 15 and 28. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I, that I posted it. service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It takes so Many long years. to I mean, get that, here. I mean, did, so were, were, they, were they talking to you about coming on, and would that have been, it doesn't seem like it would be in your... It, oh, certainly not. Yeah. I have never even once seen that show. Yeah. I, I, okay. I don't like the fact that America gets to vote about who the great musicians are, I, you know, or any of that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I posted the, the email, and somebody at Billboard magazine saw it the next day, and they posted it on their page, and American. said, uh, and oh, and their headline was was perfect, and it said, uh, "American Idol mistakenly invites 64-year-old musician to audition." <laughs> Thought that couldn't have been any better. Thanks, you know? Billboard. That's good. That's good. Free yeah, publicity. Ran a little too deep there. Please do another song, would you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you know oh, Save you know the what? Terminal? Hmm? No, but he knows. See that again, song. inside joke, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, save a, the Union uh, Terminal. Yeah, never mind, Gurf. It isn't even worth it. Yeah. It can't be explained. It shouldn't be explained. Anyway, here we go. Gurf Morlex, Austin, Texas. Yeah, well, here's a song about... Uh, nice try, buddy. People leaving. Sometimes they just do, you know. Um. <laughs> Further on, 
meets its level Running to the sea She's a river She's flowing away from me Like a song Floating in the sky Gotta try to grab it as it passes by. If you don't catch it, it's lost in the wind. That one ain't coming round again. And she's a river, and she's already gone. seeks its level running to the sea she's a river she's flowing away from me she's a river she's flowing away from me that's a great song So who are you voting for? Ah. <laughs> you know, it, who's going to be the nominees? I mean, I can't vote for any of those Republican clowns. You know, that's a, that's a well, circus. That shows you have character. Yeah. Uh, that is the first, pe- first yeah. test. It's passed. Not a working uh, brain, I hope. You know? <laughs> well, I think it's going to be um, Hillary against either Rubio or Cruz. Yeah, those guys are both scary to me. Well, yeah. Um, I... Yeah. I could vote for Hillary, and I probably will, although I thought... You like Sanders. Yeah, I do. I don't think he's electable, um, because he admits to being a socialist, and that's like, you can't be elected. It's a shame he admits to that, because he's really not one. He's a liberal Democrat, but he's basically for the same programs Hillary's for, except he would put more money into it, so that's it. But no one running for office is a socialist in this country. It's like running as an atheist. You can't possibly get elected. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, in order to run for... Unless you write in Bill Maher. Right. You, yeah. you want to run for president, you have to be willing to murder people, you know? You have to be, a, you have to be for the death penalty yeah. in order to get elected. You have to yeah. say that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's well, kind of out of control, but... The good news is Donald Trump and Ben Carson will not be president of the United States. No, they well, they're both going to implode in fact, I sometime. Can, it is certain that they will not be... And in fact, if I am, save this tape, because if I am wrong, I will do an interview. This is not tape, is this it? Is not what tape. do you do? Whatever. <laughs> you got whatever that thing is you do. You, yeah, it's adorable. What do you got? <laughs> However you do it, save this loudspeaker. And uh, because if Donald Trump or Ben Carson ever became president, which is not possible, I will spend an entire podcast saying that I'm an idiot. 
Okay. Of course, I'll have to do it from another country because I won't <laughs> be here anymore. And we'll have left. <laughs> but they, they can't be present. And we'll talk about that another time. I don't want to break the no, mood fine. here. No, so fine. Do you have, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you, yeah. do you have a family? Do you have kids? I have a wife. You have a wife and kid? yeah. no yeah. kids? No kids. No kids. All right. Yeah. So your wife, does she travel with you? Does sometimes. Yeah. Not, not often, but sometimes. Yeah. yeah. How is that? That's good. Yeah? She's great. And she lives in Austin? Yeah. Very yep. cool. Yeah, what Very cool. We thought we'd live in the same I'm house. I'm just asking. Yeah, we're at least the same city. We thought we'd live in the same city. When was the last time you had a fight? Uh, <laughs> and what did you fight about? And why? Yeah. And how did you leave that? And how come exactly. she called earlier today and said that? Uh, yeah. And did you answer that text message quick enough? These are the basic questions I want to know. Yeah. I told her I was coming on your show. Oh, that's scary. Things went south oh, quickly. Can you imagine how scary that would be? Well, you know, people don't quite understand, I think, you know, around the country. Maybe, you know, not, not like people in Cincinnati do. Yeah. You know? No, they don't. I just hope hell isn't that hot because I burn. <laughs> no, I burn real easy. I'm very light complexed. And I'm just yeah, worried that, good, you know. You'll be in good place. company, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, right. that's it. At least I'll have friends. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. Gurf, who are your heroes? Do you have any heroes that you've. Yeah. Throughout well, life? My first hero was Roy Rogers, you know, really? King of the Cowboys. Mm, Roy Rogers. Yeah. Um, Would you do one last song for us, and then and then we're going to ask you? I don't know if you know the Lead Belly song "Irene Goodnight." Yeah, we might ask you to take us out on that, but do one okay. last song of yours, if you would, okay. please. We'd love yeah. to hear one more. All right, Gurf Marlux, who yeah. has we've been so appreciative to have him make a stop here in uh, the Cincinnati yeah. area. We're yeah. in Ludlow, Kentucky, right across the river from Cincinnati. Yeah, this has been great. Out on the road from Austin, Texas, and doing songs from his eight albums, actually. Yeah, that's right. You know, and by the way, where can people get your music? Uh, let's yes. Don't leave that out. Oh. You have a website, I assume? Yeah, I guess they ought to know how to find me. Uh, Gurfmorlix.com, G-U-R-F-M-O-R-L-I-X. All right. And that'll How'd take you get the name Gurf? Yeah. Oh, my parents were kind of eccentric. Yeah. So it's an old Welsh name. So. Oh, it's a neat yeah. name, by the way. Yeah. Facebook page, and you tweet some, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm out there. I'm, out I'm, there. I'm, I'm trying best I can. You yeah. know, I, I know yeah. that I have to present myself. It's not in my nature. You know, I didn't like school, mm. and it wasn't that I like didn't have friends or anything, but I just the teaching pool was ridiculous. It was it, I, I was like going to school in Hooterville, you know, and and uh, and I just wanted to be out of there. Uh, I should have quit when I was like nine or something. I wasn't smart enough, you know. Um, but I graduated, and uh, after graduation, I just wanted to be gone. I didn't want to see any of those people, even my friends, ever again. I don't know why this was exactly, but I wanted to be out of there. And I definitely wanted to be the guy when it came time for the 10-year reunion to be missing in action. I wanted to be just, just <laughs> gone. No, a no-show. Yeah, yeah, no... no. Whatever yeah. happened to Gurf. Yeah, no yeah. knowledge. And no so... Knowledge. Um, <laughs> These days, with the with all the social media, I've been being contacted by people that I went to grade school oh, and junior high and yeah. high school with, and sending emails back and forth here and there, and and they've been coming out to my shows as I travel around. And uh, are you liking that or not? Yeah, I don't that? know what happened between graduation and now, but somehow I like all these people now. Yeah. Cool. They all somehow mature. <laughs> you, yeah. You can't be that hard to find. You're the only girf. Yeah. yeah yes. That's true. I mean, how many girfs do you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, I, I I wrote this song for uh for the people that I went to school with. Oh, it's called Fifty Years. Cool 
kids are wearing black high tops. I wanted them so bad. Ads on TV after school, driving me mad. Run your fastest, jump your highest, better in every way. If my mama had bought me some PF flyers, everything might have been okay. Stinky had a fender basement, best amplifier in the land. He couldn't play, but it didn't matter. It got him into a band. I was plugging my guitar into my record player, sitting in my room all day. If I'd have had me a fender amp, I might have gone all the way. I used to love the sound the time made Rushing past my ears Now it's gone by in the blink of an eye It's been 50 years Cindy with the scent of danger Betty with those puffy lips Barbie reaching through the sand, I touched her fingertips. Jennifer, so tall and creamy, Karen with her country ways. I wanted to talk to them, but I couldn't think of nothing to say. Larry was a psycho, Greg, he was numb. Peter was his brother's keeper, Paul marched to a different drum. Dirtball, he went AWOL, we ain't seen him since. I wanted to be on that list, to leave no fingerprints. I used to love the sound the time made, rushing past my ears. Gone by in the blink of an eye has been fifty years. There's a ring around the moon tonight It's flashing red and green Wrong or right, stop a goal I'm wondering what it means I'm sitting here thinking About a world so long ago A bunch of kids sharing some air People I used to know Some are missing, some have died. There's a few that should have, somehow they made it to the other side. Life ain't no mystery, life is a one act play. 
to love the sound of time made rushing past my ears. It's gone by the blink of an eye. It's been 50 years. I used to love the sound of time made rushing past my ears. Now it's gone by in the blink of an eye. That a great song. Nice. <laughs> Have you? Did you get back in touch with Larry the Psycho? Yeah, I was no, gonna say. Well, Lady didn't go to yeah. my high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not, not sure I want to. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Hello. Oh, please, you know, Larry. I, I'm, I am drawn. Imagine Larry hearing this song. Yeah. <laughs> All my life, I've been drawn to those kind of people. You know, yeah, but yeah. but you know, which I don't is really why you're here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Came full circle there, sir. Gurf, you know, I swear, because I've I've been to my fiftieth, and Jerry's been yeah. to his, and uh, if if that song, if somebody like you was in my class and sang that song we'd go crazy oh. loving that yeah, yeah. That and all the perfect. characterizations it would be that, that's, that's great yeah because yeah, as right, you really singing it I was trying to figure out who fit yeah, yeah. into every, yeah. Yeah. yeah unfortunately the psycho was me but <laughs> everyone <laughs> else I could identify yep. yeah. hey Gurf we want to give you yeah, another yeah. round of applause thank you very please much please go to his website yeah yeah check him out yeah yeah, yeah. It's Gurf Morlix at GurfMorlix.com from yeah. Austin, Texas, and we are so glad you came this way and stopped by here. We hope that maybe we can run into you again and uh, so. check in with you. And uh, we always ask our performers, if they know it, to sing Irene Goodnight, and we all sing along. Jerry Springer will jump in on a verse. That'll be yeah. unbelievable. This will make, make your career. <laughs> So this is going to happen, whether you and like Jerry, it Jerry, by the way, I've met your lovely wife, Mickey, and she's yes. a good friend of mine. What is her favorite wine? Oh, oh yeah. I, uh, well, my wife's favorite wine is, I want to go to Miami. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, we try to get that Marie, in pretty much stop every episode. This. That's stop for the people planting. in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's her favorite wine. Yeah. That's for the folks school coffee parlor. Just, this is a uh, this is a great coffee parlor. Yes, Except it is. sometimes the people that are outside, I'm walking in here just tonight. Really? This what guy happened? put his hands in my pocket. I turned around. I said, "What are you doing?" He says, "I need some change." I said, "Why didn't you ask me?" He says, "I don't talk to strangers." Okay, you're cut off. We're done. I should have made a, a blanket <laughs> apology before this started. How could you think she might hear tonight? You're here every week. Yeah. <laughs> How are you laughing? Yeah, they're still laughing. We just got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that, that was <laughs> that was Harold, one of the regulars Thank here, you, Harold. who said. They just got That's it. That's a hell of a note. The guys in the audience <laughs> yeah. get the biggest laugh. Yeah, right, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guys in the audience get the biggest laugh. Yeah, bigger laugh than we are. All right. He finally told it right. <laughs> he finally told it right. <laughs> Gurf uh leading us in Irene Goodnight by Lead Belly. Okay. What a great song. Yeah. Yep. Let 
Last Saturday night I got married Me and my wife settled down Now me and my wife have parted I think I'll take a little stroll downtown Sometimes I live in the city And sometimes I live in town You've been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. your iPad so bright